Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Has your doctor or Google said you possibly have a thyroid condition? In this talk today with Maria Merlo of Splend Health LLC, she understands exactly how to scientifically do lab testing for your T3, T4, also reverse T3, and also autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's and Graves disease, even more, to help you understand where your body might be deficient in iodine and selenium and other things that your body can improve naturally over time to help your thyroid improve, not just give you hormones that can affect your thyroid. So she takes it one step back. That point symptoms such as hair loss, weight gain, feeling cold, lethargic, low metabolism, constipation, things like that can improve over time, not only with supplementation if needed, but also a diet change, also understanding what you might be through easy, simple testing, what you might be uh, deficient in with supplements uh, to improve, to allow your body overall to heal properly. So listen to us talk with Maria Merlot. Understand she also has in the show notes, you can go to it too, her thyroid um, nutrition handout, how to improve nutrition to help your overall body improve to improve your thyroid. Along with you did talk about too, is her other um, flex or feel sexy again.net, along with hormonedance.com to understand other ways to join support groups, understand how to diagnose you to help you through scientific information get yourself healthy. All right, so enjoy the talk, my friends. Connect with Maria, she'll help you, and as she helped me to understand exactly how to improve my thyroid. Have a great day, and I'll see you guys next week. All right. Okay, guys, another Crooked Spine Show interview with Miss Maria Merlo in South Carolina. She is my expert on thyroid conditions. So if you've ever been diagnosed with thyroid condition, being told because you're overstressed, overweight, unexplained weight gain, um, fatigue for one, two, and your doctor says now you have thyroid condition, or you think you might have, what's the medical approach? Medications. Okay? We all know the medications that sometimes people get on thyroid medications, which is a, a common knowledge now doesn't really fix the problem. What I want Maria to help us understand is how do we fix a problem? Maybe our diet, our lifestyle, even our environment too. And how do we get there? So Maria, introduce yourself for me if you want. That point, let's see how you got into this. Well, um, you know, as you mentioned, yeah, um, there is uh, many cases right now of um, thyroid conditions. Mm-hmm. Many are actually not detected because they are maybe slightly subclinical um, levels, you know, of, of this thyroid condition. Really, to start with, with um, addressing the root causes for for thyroid, the first step is really to get a full thyroid panel. And this is really tricky because normally when you go to PCPs these days, they only run maybe one or two of the hormones that are involved in in all what is the thyroid function. Normally, they only um, test uh, TSH, which actually is not um, directly a hormone. Uh, thyroid is more like a brain uh, hormone in, in pituitary gland. And... Um, Really, to have a full thyroid panel, we want to have other hormones, uh, especially we want to know the levels of T4, free T4, and free T3. What's the difference between free and non-free? How does that work? Well, um, so the gland secretes certain uh, amount of, of these hormones, especially T4 is 
mainly uh, produced by the thyroid. And, uh, but not all what is secreted is used. Sometimes it's attached to what is called um, a globulin. Depending okay. on the conditions, some part of this uh, substance is, is uh, used and other part is not utilized. It's, okay. it's, uh, it's, it's um, bound, we say, it's, it's bound to, to these proteins. And um, so we really care about the three level, the three levels that can be used by the cells. And T4 gets converted to T3. A part is converted in the thyroid, but also by other organs like the liver can be can can help converting to T3. So um, so those are the two hormones that we want to know. But also there's a third one that is not very popular let's say the way that is called reverse t3 okay. so reverse t3 is the um, inactive version of t3 okay and once it's converted it is not possible to go back to t3 so that version is not possible to use by the cells it's gonna uh, stay as inactive so those are the main hormones and another important um, marker to add in a full thyroid panel is the um, uh, antibodies. Yeah. There are two specific antibodies that could help us to tell if there is some autoimmune uh, dynamic. Good. What we call um, Hashimoto's or Graves' disease. Mm -hmm. And that's the, what, what the full thyroid panel tells us. And then once we have this panel, depending on the levels, for example, if we find low levels of T4 and especially low levels of free T3, we can uh, suspect that maybe there are some uh, nutrient de deficiencies. So you're saying so low levels of T4 and low levels of T3, both low, correct? Okay. Yeah, especially, especially free T3. Because that's the one that goes to the cells. There is also a T2 le levels, you know, in but those are intracellular, and there are no testing at this point for that. But at least free T3, we want really to to check those. If they are low, is normally what we call hypothyroidism, mm -hmm. and it could be mainly by a nutrient deficiency. You know, the, these two high, uh, thyroid hormones, the T4 and the T3, they're practically the same. The, the only difference is that one is one molecule of or atom of ty tyrosine and four uh, molecules of iodine. And the other one is three instead. Instead of that's why it's called T4 and the mm -hmm. other one is called T3. So you need iodine, you need tyrosine for for uh, for making these hormones, and also there are other nutrients involved, like zinc, like iron, selenium is very important for having the a good absorption and uh, for uh, for the iodine. And, and we're gonna jump mm -hmm. into it too. Part of it, if you're listening to to the show right now, 
is she's going to give us a nutrition handout of thyroid thyroid nutrition handout. We'll explain all this stuff too. You can see the handout afterwards too, correct? Yeah, it's uh, a free handout. Um, We can add the the link um, in the comments. It's in the comment mm-hmm. shows right now, but but I like that you have I like that so far you've showed me the scientific approach to a thyroid condition, not a medical approach where we're gonna just gonna medicate after get some results back and see what happens. Like I said, they do the minimum lab testing to so get the minimal knowledge to minimally understand it, what kind of condition you have. So you're being more specific with is it is it free T3, T4, is it reverse T3, is it the autoimmune disease? You're checking everything, hopefully ruling things out as well as doing things in, correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is a lot of things that we can do before considering even, uh, you know, medication. There are many, many things. So really, let's start first by the any n- nutrient deficiency. Mm-hmm. Then the other topic, when you see a lot of reverse T3 and not a low T3, free T3, mm-hmm. then you can start thinking the first, this could happen because of stress. Ah. Stress can um, make this, you know, inactivity of the T3. So again, that's going to be that's going to be mm-hmm. low T3. Low T3, high reverse T3. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It could be for stress or also inflammation. Okay. And inflammation, when it's, you know, it is a complex word, but it, many things can cause inflammation. But I have seen cases where. Um, clients have uh, an infection, for example. Mm-hmm. An infection will slow down your metabolism. Stress will slow down your metabolism in few words. So it almost makes your, makes your white blood cells go up also, so allows your body long-term to stay in an inflammatory state. And that becomes mm-hmm. a stress state for some people where that affects them symptom-wise with feeling really overly stressed, sometimes anxious, sometimes depressed. So overall, our body becomes more sensitive to things, correct? Exactly, yeah. And stress is an uh, inflammation is another uh, form of stress. That's why I deal with pain. I mean, I've been a chiropractor myself. I deal with people in chronic pain. I always ask them, do you feel stressed? Do you feel like you're anxious? Do you feel Because mm-hmm. that becomes a chronic pain from inflammation, especially feeds each other to make them stay in that state. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the same page, Maria, on the same page. Yeah, Maria. yeah. Good, good, good. So once you have that reverse T3 and low T and T3 too, what's mm-hmm. the next different different variables we can work with? Well, once we have identified those two, then the third one is identifying the antibodies. Mm-hmm. If you have the antibodies, then we are talking about uh, possible or high levels of those antibodies. You, We are talking about an autoimmune uh, dynamic. So that okay. is taking us to a different uh, protocol. Okay. You know, all autoimmune dynamics are practically having the same root causes. Got it. Okay. It doesn't matter where, where it is. I mean, really, the thyroid in this case is just the victim of the autoimmune dy- dynamic. Just as MS, you know, the victim is the nerve, the nerves uh, protection, the, the sheath and with other diseases that, that are autoimmune. And then we have to follow a different protocol. What I like is that you're taking a step back from, okay, thyroid is a symptom. We're taking one more step back going, okay, now let's find out what the symptom is, cause mm-hmm. thyroid to become abnormal, abnormally functioning. Yeah. Good. 
So it really depends. So, and when it is not that complicated, you only see, for example, low levels of T3 and T4. Then I want to investigate more about their levels of RBC zinc, okay. RBC selenium. In some cases, I want to run a 24-hour urine iodine test. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, um, you know, there are so many, especially for Ireland, there is so, so much information and it's conflicting. For example, if you go to, uh, let's say, your PCP or an endocrin endocrin endocrinologist, he, he would say, you know, uh, you don't need iodine because all the salt in America has, is iodized. You know, it, 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 in it includes iodine. But not, that's not always the case. Not everybody is taking uh, that type of salt mm -hmm. these days. And, um, and on the other hand, you don't want to have a lot of iodine because it's also harming. So I prefer not to guess and test. And right. actually, I found myself, I have low iodine. So mm -hmm. that's why I prefer to test. And if it is low, let's just uh, start supplementing. Well, like you're not guessing it. It's like good. You rather, like I said, like like you're saying, I'd rather test and guess. Why not? It, it doesn't cost mm -hmm. a lot more to test, so you know within 24 hours. Okay, is this person? Because the problem is not just are you getting, but also are you absorbing it too in your body, mm -hmm. or other things negating it? How dehydrated you are? How high? I mean, hydration is a huge thing too with all that stuff. So how do we? How do you know for sure by doing the like you like you are the scientific approach? testing everything so you know exactly how to help the person get better. Yeah, exactly. And these are very simple tests, are really mm -hmm. not expensive or anything. They're nothing advanced. So, yeah, I mean, if we can do it, you, I, I think it's it's a good start starting point, you know? Well, what, what someone has, for example, what are they going to feel differently versus a low T3, T4, where they're considered by definition hypothyroidism, versus a low T3 and a low reverse T3? What's the difference they're gonna feel? Uh, I mean, in the diagnosis? In the in, in their symptoms, symptomatology. Oh, the symptoms, yeah, the symptoms is really, it is different from people to people. Mm -hmm. So we, we have a saying in functional medicine, sluggish thyroid, sluggish anything. Got so it. you can have some people you will see, and this is very common, they, the first thing that they're gonna have sluggish is their digestive si system. They're going to have constipation. That's very, very common with people with uh, hypothyroidism. Uh, another thing they're going to have is just feeling sluggish. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to have fatigue. They're going to have brain fog. Um, so well, those are symptoms. They feel cold. They're, you know, many people say that the thyroid gland is like the thermostat of the body. Okay, so so you don't feel too cold. When, when you are in the lower end, you are like all like the all engine is, is low is low is low you know okay. and it's cold so you have more type uh, okay. of those symptoms mm. but it really varies from people to people does it affect your libido too and your vitality? yeah uh, the, it will affect all the reproduction uh, all the sexual hormones all are interconnected mm -hmm. so there is a relationship of course and how would you in that sense how would you, or unless you want to go back to what a hyperthyroid is, but is there a different, um, I guess, recovery through your environment, through your foods, through the supplementation, 
different supplementation? Is that different, the recovery versus hyperthyroidism versus mm -hmm. hypo? Yeah, most of the cases, hyperthyroidism is, auto, is mainly autoimmune. Okay. It's what we call Graves' disease. Mm -hmm. And actually, there are some cases of autoimmune disease uh, that can be jumping back and forth between hypo and hyper. Oh, really? And okay. it is, this is when you start having some funny numbers, you know, like they don't make sense, like okay. between one or another of the hormones uh, in the panel. It could be because of that, be, because there is an autoimmune uh, function. So, yeah, yeah mainly hyper is, is autoimmune in, in most cases. And hyper would be a high T3 and high T4, correct? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it's, it's not very common, but yeah, it could happen. How do they test Graves' disease or Hashimoto's? How do they test that? Uh, mainly by the antibodies. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. And the symptoms. One of the main symptoms from Graves' disease is the bulging eyes. You know, their eyes are like more protruded. Okay. That's one of the symptoms. Their skin looks different like um like orangey peel you know rough skin around the face yeah. so and they're starting losing weight they're like jittering you know uh anxious so because you are high now you know and you almost like you're, yeah, you're on adrenaline the whole time your body mm -hmm. stays in that adrenaline type of state mm -hmm. wow yeah that'd be good for short term but not all the time no, not for all the time. This is, uh, yeah, when it's a permanent condition, you know. That's not good. That's not good. No, so not let's good. go over the exactly how do we change now looking at, you had mentioned supplementation, also some foods too. How do we get more iodine in our, if, if we are iodine low, how do we get iodine more into our diet? Well, they, they, there are, if you don't want to take like supplements, it's just as simple as increasing the intake of sea vegetables, okay. seaweed, you can add some flavoring to your soups and stews by um, adding even nori flakes or, you know, there are all these flakes that you, mm -hmm. they give flavor. Mm -hmm. That's, that's one way also eating more, more fish, more um, shellfish, more like shrimp. More ocean, more ocean type of fish or shrimp. Yeah, okay. that, that will be the, the, the approach. And well, if, if you want, there's also uh, supplements, many supplements with, with iodine. Is there mm -hmm. something you need to take with iodine to help the iodine absorb in your body better? Mm, I actually, one of the recommendations is um, before increasing iodine, First, uh, add selenium. Selenium is kind of protective because, you know, the, 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 the thyroid really works hard. It's, it's like a, almost like a combustion engine. You know, it's, there's a, a, a big chemical reaction and it actually causes oxidative stress. So selenium somehow protects that. It's kind of like the lube in, in, in the reaction. Mm -hmm. So first you want to have good levels of selenium. Okay. So you avoid maybe some side effects from having uh, more iodine. Mm -hmm. So you want to first start with selenium. That'll kind of give you a, a true sense of where mm -hmm. your iodine levels are once you get the selenium tested first, correct? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. okay. And then what else would you do, uh, for example, besides the uh, selenium and then the iodine, how else would you supplement? You mentioned zinc and things like that. How else would you supplement versus the zinc? 
the thing yeah you can add also the sink uh, that that's not a problem okay. um you can you can add it uh, at the same time if you want that that is okay mm -hmm. and how often would you test your your blood for example for minerals and vitamins to make sure you are getting enough make sure your body's self-regulating to make even more correct yeah i mean when somebody comes with um and we do uh, the first full uh, full thyroid panel and we find that they may have a, a thyroid dysfunction um we we want to retest everything in in at least in three months good good because you know in three months everything changes you know your body's so regulated at that point through now it has a better default state to where mm -hmm. it can actually okay now where am i at my body does the mm -hmm. body and and so people understand does the body make iodine how the body makes iodine does the body make iodine well no you you need to take the in, mm -hmm. take the iodine there's no way the body can make it you need you, you need to take it that's what they need mm -hmm. to realize that it's it's something you have to take mm -hmm. to make your body then self regulate then your thyroid can actually work at a better state then it can actually function on its own properly, correct? Yeah, it, it automatically will work once it's raw materials. Mm -hmm. you, you know, sometimes we forget that we, our body is just a bunch of biochemical reactions and they need raw materials. It's just as simple as that. Good, mm -hmm. good. And I think we can understand that when we have the raw materials that our body can function well, or they can function, if you don't have them, it can function abnormally, giving people understand exactly how, again, think from a scientific perspective, how that works. Why does medications not help reset the thyroid? Because at the end, you are not adding the raw material, could be. Mm -hmm. And not only you need that raw material for the thyroid, but you will need it for something else in the body. Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, some of the people that I've had that they were previously with the medication, they don't feel better. At the end, I mean, if you know, if this uh, um, synthetic synthetic uh, form of T4 and T3, they they may not go into the intracell level, maybe. Or another um, case that I have is they give T4 the medication, but they don't give they don't give T3, only mm. T4, and that doesn't work because at the end you need the T3 to get into the cells. But when you give someone that medication, does your does your thyroid now re-regulate to adjust to working properly or no? Maybe, it, you know, the problem is we don't know what happens after crossing the cells. We don't mm -hmm. know that. Yeah. But, you know, we know it. We always honor our clients' symptoms. I mean, if they are, if, they're, if they keep saying that they don't feel well, then something is happening mm -hmm. or something's not happening properly or so something is not happening that? exactly how okay. do we adjust for that one right that's mm -hmm. the big thing and how would activity levels physical activity affect the thyroid affect the thyroid symptoms well you know it is always good to to have some movement it's, okay. it's always good but one of the activities actually that it doesn't help unfortunately when you practice very often is swimming. Okay. I mean, swimming is amazing, you know, it's a fantastic exercise. But the problem is the swimming pools, most of them, they use um, chlorine, 
for mm-hmm. for cleaning and killing any germs and that actually blocks the thyroid you know it doesn't let iodine to to be in the in the formula for t4 and t3 okay okay and we have wow. seen that before you know clients that constantly are are doing this type of exercise and they have thyroid issues wow mm-hmm. that sounds like a good paper to write or something like that that's great yeah what else would what else would block the thyroid so chlor- chlorine or chloride mm-hmm. is that that can be in also household products um stuff that you may even, may even put around the house disinfectant for one too is there anything around your house you have to be careful with or ingredients of what you use around your house that could help deplete your iodine or your or affect your thyroid too yes especially bleach mm. anything that has chlorine is gonna uh, long term affect your thyroid mm-hmm. also fluoride that is in the water and is in many toothpaste mm-hmm. all what is chlorine fluoride and bromine are from the same family than iodine they belong to the they call it i think halogens okay halogens yep uh-huh and they use the same space so they instead of having an iodine in the t4 you're gonna have something else and it's not gonna work it doesn't go anywhere you're like you're getting all this chemistry organic chemistry biochemistry in my head all spinning mm-hmm. again from back when <laughs> i was in college i'm like ah, oh, my head hurts from all that information it's great mm-hmm. well it's great that you understand the science behind it to help someone's their health improve by going that extra step to improve their body chemistry, not just treat the symptoms. Exactly. Then the body can self-regulate to now the form, now the thyroid is functioning better. That point, okay, now I know what to do. If I'm going to swim every day, I have to take a supplement to make sure my body gets enough. I know when my my body's off. Yeah. And if you can uh, switch to salt water, if you have your own swimming pool, mm-hmm. that, that that's another alternative. And when someone improves when working with you too, Maria, how do they start feeling better? What's the first thing they start to feel or how's their long-term recovery? Well, the first thing, you know, normally they can get um, rapid relief for uh, energy. Okay. You know, fatigue is, is one of, of the first one that they will full recovery. And then mm-hmm. it, it really depends. Um some may show the you know the hair loss you know mm-hmm. some are getting hair loss as a can, symptom. okay uh-huh, as a symptom so that will stop they will get more energy their constipation there's also a lot of things that we can do for that good what i like in in your in your thyroid handout nutrition handout does that include some of the symptoms that people may feel or more of the recovery portion or both it has a little bit of our explanation about the thyroid, very brief explanation and a little note about hypothyroidism mm-hmm. and that is possible autoimmune uh, dynamic. And then in, in that handout, mainly it is about which foods work with you, you know, to have uh, a healthy thyroid Good. and which ones that we you know, are mistakenly considered healthy actually are working against you. Nice. I like that because you're not, you don't want to put something in your body where you're like, yes, I'm good. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm not good. Because you said no. You know, most people have no idea. So I this hand I, we mentioned a couple times already allows people to understand what's going to help someone recover, but also stay healthy too, correct? 
Yeah, and unfortunately, there are a couple of misconceptions with healthy foods. Okay. I think the the clear example are kale, you know, like kale salad and raw broccoli. I mean, they're amazing. Definitely, you want to have them in, in your diet. But, for, uh, you, you, I mean, they are, are okay if they are cooked. The problem is when they are raw, they have this goitrogen compound that also do not help with the, with the conversion of these thyroid hormones. So once they are cooked, these compounds are gone. They are inactivated. So the wall, mm -hmm. they almost break down the wall so you can't absorb it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I love uh, kale salad. And I was like, oh, okay. But well, you can eat it cooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anything else for your first show? We're going to, I shared in the links in the show notes and I'll put on the one I put on YouTube too in the podcast. Um, your links to your, your website, your Instagram, your Facebook. I love all your information, but out there every day, you almost out there every day, asking questions mm -hmm. for people. And also, like I said, your handout, please go to her website and get the handout. At that point, you have a baseline to work with before you talk to Maria. Hey, what's going on? How do I do this? But I love your testing. It's very scientific versus being more medical where we're going to treat, we're going to look at everything, the full panel, then we'll kind of figure out what's going to work for you. So you're not guessing at anything. Exactly. That's great. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Anything else I missed for the show today? No, that, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. And, you know, this part of the thyroid, you know, if anybody mm -hmm. has symptoms with thyroid, like like the symptoms that we have mentioned, feeling cold, feeling warm, uh, fatigue, uh, brain lost. fog, uh, losing, uh, having trouble losing weight or gaining weight, mm -hmm. all those symptoms that could be related to a, a, to a hormone. We actually have a symptom checker. It's, it's, called, it's in the website called www.hormonedance.com. Okay. And also, you know, we are launching our first online program called Feel Sexy Again. Okay. And this is part of the program. We are we want to help committed women with any possible hormone imbalance. So symptoms with PMS, menopause, the thyroid, stress, fatigue, you know, all these hormones are interconnected. So we are not isolating these hormones. All are connected. So we want to treat them all together. You know, we want to address all the root causes of these hormone imbalances. Well, a lot and, of you're, you're allowing people to have support group to go, hey, how do I find out more information? How do I get people to connect people that may have issues and or with you, Maria, too, to help them understand how to treat it naturally versus just their doctor desperately looking for help now versus not really fixing the main problem? Yeah, exactly. We This is without any possible harmful medications, no birth control pills, no SSRIs or anything like that. Good. Because there is a lot, a lot of things we, that we can do through lifestyle choices and diet. And also supplements can help. And tell me the name of the website again for for the, uh, what would you call it? The for the symptom checker? Symptom checker, right? Uh -huh. symptom checker. The symptom checker is, is www.com hormonedance.com w.hormonedance.com cool perfect yeah and right. the, the online program that we are going to be launch, launching soon is called www.feelsexyagain.net I don't know if Facebook is going to block me for saying those certain words 
Mm-hmm. Feel sexy again. Dot net. Feel sexy again. So yeah, anybody who 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 feels like this will be, you know, something for them. We are we having right now the VIP list, and soon we will open the program. We're helping someone, and when I'm looking at the big picture, is someone's been on anxiety medication, mm-hmm. weight loss programs, um, thyroid medication, obviously, um, other treatments for their overall symptoms. Their quality of life is going to go from here to way down here. Mm-hmm. Their their relationship is going to go from here to way down here. How do you get their body, the quality of life, their vitality better? So they can, they can feel better and then get back to what they deserve, a natural, healthy life. Yeah, there are many things that you can do to regain vitality. Mm-hmm. The first one and really the, the main one is really resetting your circadian rhythm. That, that's mm-hmm. really the main one. Which means, you know, during the day we have different hormones coming like dancing. That's why we call it the hormone dance because the hormones are actually like dancing. Once go up, down. So some hormones are in the morning, more type of excitatory hormones, because you want to, I mean, something needs you to wake you up. Otherwise, you will be sleeping forever. Right? Not just caffeine then. Okay, got it. Yeah, you need something to wake you up and start the day. So we want to have cortisol, actually. We want to have the highest level of cortisol in the morning, Good. which is our stress hormone, with dopamine and all, all those substances, right? And then it starts going going down, and the ones that come up are more melatonin, GABA, to calm you down, and then you can go to sleep and have a restful sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's really what you need to work mainly, you know. Yeah, and the right time, the right way, mm-hmm. and a lot of things not to block it. Maybe technology, maybe when you sleep off different times here and there. Correct. Exactly. And that's technology. It is one of the points from sleep hygiene. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have any blue lights, blue, blue, blue lights uh, in the last two hours before going to sleep. Screen because, time. Yeah. Screen, screen time. time. Because it keeps you, you know, like overstimulated sometimes. And that doesn't help you. Going well, someone to- said that it drops your melatonin. So that mm-hmm. point, why doesn't know to go to sleep? Because now you have less melatonin in your body that that hormone doesn't help your body actually get the rest it needs. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, good, good, good. I think you gave a lot of information for the show. I learned a lot and, and I, I did download your, um, your thyroid nutrition handout phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, it's something to mm-hmm. where if someone comes in with, okay, now I can, now I can see someone as a chiropractor, someone's overall health, health, well-being. Okay. Maybe you should check this because now I know what symptoms are like feeling cold hair loss, weight gain, weight loss from one, two things that haven't worked in the past. Why are you still on medications if it's not working for you? This gives someone an opportunity now to get healthy without the medications. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, Maria, one last, one last thing I ask people to do. Quick smile for the camera. Mm-hmm. I'll use that picture as our, as our backdrop for the YouTube and also Facebook mm-hmm. and the podcast. So thank you for watching, guys. Appreciate it.